Welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss. Each week, I bring you stories of hope of individuals and organizations in your community making a difference. Today, we're talking to Carrie Snodgrass with the organization Feed the Children. I had the privilege of meeting her at a ribbon cutting here in Chandler, Arizona, and they have one of a kind program that I'll let her talk about that works with our teachers. Our teachers are always in need of things to help their students make sure that they're successful throughout the school year. Please help me welcome this morning my guest, Carrie Snodgrass. Good morning. Good morning. So I got to meet you at a ribbon cutting here in Chandler, Arizona for the organization Feed the Children, but your home base is in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Is that correct? That's right. Please tell me what your mission statement is. Our mission is to make sure that no child goes to bed hungry. Mm. When I went to this ribbon cutting, there were a couple of different things that set you aside from other organizations that I've had the privilege of either interviewing or volunteering with in my community or just learning about. And I am all about volunteering. And I also know that nobody, child or anyone, should go to bed hungry. But we focus a lot on the children because they're our future. And the organization that you guys have isn't just about the food. It's also about the basic essentials. Right. We have some great corporate partners. So we are able at all of our food distributions to also provide essentials. Those are household items that families wouldn't normally have. Um, Cleaning supplies, body wash, shampoo, toothbrushes and toothpaste, just general hygiene stuff that honestly SNAP doesn't cover. Mm-hmm. We provide those items so every dollar can be used to put food on the table for these families. Now there's always a backstory to an organization. What's the backstory on Feed the Children? Um, Feed the Children was established in 1979 in hopes of defeating childhood hunger. So that's something that we've worked on for 42 years now. Um, And we do work in the U.S., but we also work internationally. So um, we work in every state across the country, but we also work in eight countries outside of the U.S. Wow. Would you like to share those other countries since we're only familiar with being here in the States? Sure. We work in the Philippines. We work in Guatemala, in Malawi, in Tanzania. Um, Those are some great places. And then the ones that you have here in the States. I know I just mentioned the one here in Chandler, Arizona, you being in the headquarters in Oklahoma City. Where are the other locations? We also work in um, Pennsylvania. We work in Tennessee and we work in Indiana. And your partnerships you'd mentioned are throughout the United States. So those are just the main areas, but you can have suburbs or communities within the area that can uh, find these res- this as a resource to their community. Is that right? Yes. So those locations are where we have distribution centers. So those are the locations that we have volunteer opportunities. We have box packing where we allow people to come in and pack boxes of food and hygiene items that we use at our distribution events. But we also have additional volunteer opportunities and um, to serve educators in our community. I like that you used educators because it comes into my next question. 
This organization is set aside, like I mentioned earlier, um, from other organizations I have had the privilege of being a part of. You also service, help, and assist the teachers. How do you do that? At each one of our distribution centers, we also have a teacher store. And it's a little bit different because when you say store, people think that you go in and shop and you do, except there's no cost for any of these items. So we are actually opening our teacher store in Chandler on the 24th of August. And it's exciting to us because it'll be the first time that we've had the opportunity to open in that community and to serve those educators. Mm -hmm. And we're partnering with Chandler School District and Mesa School District. And those teachers in Title I schools will be able to come in and shop for supplies that they need for their classroom. Everything from pens and pencils and notebooks and binders that the students need and to also we have larger items, even like filing cabinets and rolling chairs and the bigger items that teachers generally have to purchase out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of teachers have had to put a lot of money out of their pockets just to make sure their students have the essentials, as we've already mentioned. You talked about the house essentials, but we also have this essentials for school so our students can be successful throughout their year and not have to worry about whether they have everything they need um, because we don't know what's going on in, behind someone else's um, home, the doors. You had mentioned some of the items for the teachers. So you have to be a teacher or a teacher's aide to be able to benefit or go in and shop? For the teacher store, yes. Um, you have to be a, a a teacher, librarian, teacher's aide um, at one of the approved schools. And we are working on setting up a registration portal right now due to COVID restrictions and that sort of thing. We are going to limit how many teachers we allow in at one time. So we'll have teachers sign up for a certain time block that, that way to make sure that we're safe and also that teachers can come in and have a fun experience shopping for supplies for their classroom. Because on average, a teacher will spend over $700 out of their own pocket Mm -hmm. to supply what they need for their classroom. So this is a way that we can give back to the community and kind of offset some of the expenses that the teachers incur. I love that idea. I myself, I'm not a teacher, but I have a couple of friends who are and. I just see them shopping all the time and not that it's a problem because these are their students that they're with all year long and want them to succeed as we should, but it's good to know that they now have that assistance as much as our Title I students who, when we do our, and I don't know what you do there. I just recently did a, um, my third year of a backpack back to school drive. And it's so exciting to be able to get those supplies, fill those bags with each grade level's required needs. And then the day that they, those kids come and pick up these new backpacks with all their stuff in them. It is a super good feeling to know that um, these kids are going to start out their year the way all kids should start out excited (laughs) and um, knowing that they have something that's new, not something that's been used or borrowed. How can someone learn more about your um, organization and where maybe they can come and volunteer? Should that be an option? Sure. Um, Our website is feedthechildren.org. 
So we have information about our teacher stores, about all of the other programs that we do. Mm-hmm. And it, it does have a section on volunteering. So you can learn about the different volunteer opportunities. So we touched upon about the school part. Now to go back onto the food and the household essentials, how does someone qualify to be a part of that? We work with community partners across the country. And so our community partners help us identify the families because obviously with our headquarters being in Oklahoma City and the work that we do through our distribution centers, um, we we go into all 50 states. Mm-hmm. So we our community partners to help us identify the families to make sure that we're getting the food and essentials to the families who absolutely need them the most. Absolutely. I never really realized how many um, people are in need, students are in need until I became a volunteer the last five, six years, and then really dove into it the last three years, being the one behind the scenes. And those of us who volunteer behind the scenes, it's not any notoriety that we're looking for. But personally, for me, it's it's the joy and to be humble about what we're able to do for our future um, adults. Is there anything that I did not ask that you want to make sure we're aware of as far as the program goes, whether it's um, donations, being a partner, or maybe finding uh, an area that someone wouldn't know you're in? Um, I don't think so. I will just say that although the Chandler side is new for us, mm-hmm. our work in Arizona really isn't new. So we have been working in Arizona for a very long time. And um, we have 24 community partners that we work with in that area. And so we're excited to build new relationships and to f- deepen our relationships that we have. Mm-hmm. Well, as a resident in the Chandler area and a business owner, I want to be the voice at this point to say thank you and everyone at Feed the Children for being a part of our community to make a difference in our community. Thank you. Yes, it's it's very important. So again, I thank you very much. I do have one final question, and this can be based on your involvement with the community or your um, your being the program manager at Feed the Children, what message would you like to leave our listeners based on your journey or your involvement with Feed the Children? Feed the Children is unlike any other job I've ever had. Um, it's a great organization. We do such great work that you leave every day feeling like you've made a difference which to me is the most important thing. And I think that it's that way for all of our staff. We have a great group of people who love making a difference with their work every day. Absolutely. It's very humbling. What is the website again? It is feedthechildren.org. And if anyone should have any questions about anything further, would they be able to reach out to you on this website? Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Thank you, Carrie, for being my guest today and sharing 
a new uh, community organization in Chandler, but not new to you and the rest of the United States. I know that this is going to make a huge impact in our community. And I thank you again for giving us more information about what it is that you offer and share and the possibility of volunteering and partnerships. Thank you very much. To my listeners, thank you for listening in on yet another amazing organization making a difference in, I'm going to call it my community here in Chandler, Arizona. But if you're listening to somewhere this somewhere else, they also are making a difference in your community. As she had stated, you can go to feedthechildren.org and you can get involved with donations, being a partner, or perhaps you're in need or know someone that's in need of this organization. If you have a story you want to share, know someone who has a story or you have an organization in your community making a difference like Feed the Children, please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well and you take care.